0: And welcome, David Levin here, Raise Your Game today. This is Tuesday, so we're talking sports and sports parenting. And this week, we're talking about athletes' mental health. I've talked about this before, several times before, actually. Uh, Even touched on it last week when we talked about what to do when the dream is done. The mental load on athletes is huge, and I think especially teenage athletes because they have so much else going on just being teenagers. But as you go up the ladder, it only gets more intense and demanding, and as parents, we really need to be thinking about this. So there's a great story on sportsillustrated.com this past week. It was written by Julie Kliegman. I'll link to it in the notes. But it's about an NBA player named Tyrell Terry, the star guard at Stanford, drafted into the NBA in 2020, making over a million dollars a year, right, living the dream for sure, Two years later, 22 years old, according to this article, he found that life in the league was just taking too much of a toll on his mental health, and he quit. He walked away. No interest in going back. Can you imagine? It's amazing to think about. But here's some of what he said on Instagram. It's been an amazing experience, but I've also experienced the darkest times of my life to the point where instead of building me up, it began to destroy me where I began to despise and question the value of myself, much more than those surrounding me could ever see or know. Think about that. Man, you talk about pressure. The article mentions that he was throwing up before practice in games, having depression and panic attacks. Uh, he not wanted to go to sleep so he didn't have to face the next day. Just insane levels of stress and pressure. He took a break from the game for a while, started working with a sports psychologist but didn't feel they were really supporting him. They were more there for the team, trying to get him back playing as soon as possible. He started taking medication, but it made him sick, the side effects. He tried medically supervised psychedelics, which I guess are being used more and more now at that pro level for mental health issues. He tried going back to the NBA, felt like he was ready, but as soon as it was time for practice again, the panic, the throwing up started again. So he finally just decided it was not a fit for him and he completely walked away. It's amazing, really. Heartbreaking, first, just think about how intense and awful that must have been for him. And the article goes more into that, some of his thoughts and concerns and struggles. Sort of inspiring at the same time to imagine the support he had from his family and friends and others in the game when he decided to stop. You can easily imagine people around him not being supportive, right, of wanting them to stay with it for, you know, their interests and reasons. But apparently that was not the case, and that's great to hear. But anyway, that's the story. And I do recommend you read the article because as parents, we really need to understand that to realize how much pressure our kids are under and also that they'll try to keep it to themselves. I see the same thing with the kids I work with. It takes incredible courage to let people know you're struggling. No one wants to hear it, or at least that's what they think. So we need to know the potential is there and be on the lookout for it. Anyway, a couple of thoughts on this. You could hear this story and think, oof, I don't want my kids to play sports at all. And I understand that, but I don't think that is the right response. I really don't. There are still a ton of very important things kids get from being in sports that they likely won't get anywhere else, especially at the middle school and high school level. If they're into it at those ages, I think we should support them as much as we can. Beyond that, getting into elite high school levels and college, start to be on guard. Again, if they're fully into it, I wouldn't tell them no, (laughs) probably, but I would wanna stay very tuned in to what's going on for them, checking in regularly, making sure they feel free to share their feelings. I would wanna have clear conversations with them about the concerns, I'd want to make sure there was a strong support system available. I would absolutely make sure they take the sports academy training so they have the specific inner skills to deal with the negative thoughts and emotions. I would make sure they knew it was okay to stop if they feel like they need to, if it gets to that point. If they're getting to the college level, uh, I would make sure that there was a built-in plan B, like specifically picking a school, that makes sense for them going forward, even if they're not in sports anymore. And I would never push them to go to the next level, really at any age, unless all those things are in place and they understand what the next level requires and if they genuinely want to do it for themselves. If they love it, if it's all they want to do, if they're going in knowing what's expected and the support system is there, okay, we can give this a shot and still have a plan B available. And of course, it can be a great thing. I'm sure some athletes are successful and ultimately just happy in every way, but it is beyond hard, and we just need to be clear-eyed about that, clear-eyed about that, and prepare for it as best we can. So that's my take on this question. Sports is still great for kids. We can definitely do it in a way that makes it a wonderful part of their lives, but mental health comes first. All right. That is it for this episode. If you have teenagers in sports and want to help them develop those inner skills to manage the stress and pressure, check out our Mental Game Starter Kit. It's a great set of resources to help you start boosting their mental game. Just go to raiseyourinnergame.com, scroll to the bottom. You can learn about it and register there. It's all free, of course. If you like what you heard on today's show, please do tell your friends and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen podcast. Excuse me. It, of course, helps where people find the show and get the mental game boost they need. If you'd like to support the show so we can keep things ad-free, please click the Buy Me a Coffee link below, and thank you for that. And if you're listening to the audio podcast and you like video, we post all our episodes on YouTube as well. There's a link to that in the show notes. And then we will close with Steve Prefontaine, the legendary long-distance runner, and his quote, from the end of the Razor Inner Game book. To give anything less than your best is to sacrifice your gift. That's what we're doing. We're working to be our best, help our kids be their best. We don't want to sacrifice our gifts. And that's just the way it goes, folks. It's hard work, but we're here to support each other in doing it because it's so important. All right. Keep up the good work and we'll see you next time.